0: Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. There. There I am. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be giving a, a brief uh, update on what what occurred in Juneau. Um, and uh, also a brief up, update on the word that I had last week, because they kind of go together. It's interesting how the Lord does that, right? Um, I can find it. Okay, here it is. <laughs> anyway, the, the title of, of my brief message is, What is God Saying? It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <clears throat> so anyway, um, one of the things the Lord was uh, speaking to us last week was that... Uh, we're to be encouraged and I feel like this is just a, a uh, encouragement from the word from the beginning of the year. Cause he spoke to us at the beginning of the year about similar things. But anyway, he's talking about in this season that he's gonna show up. And then he said, He's shown up, he's here, okay. On January first he said, I'm gonna show up. Now he's shown up. Good to know, right? <laughs> okay. And then again he encouraged us about it's a time of the harvest because his glory is being poured out. And it's important that we move forward and we go after those people that he's calling in. And um, the captives are being set free, and we need to reap the harvest. The time is now. So, going to Juno, I really experienced that. Now, I had the prophetic word, I think, after I went to Juno. Yeah, it was after I went to Juno. But I thought, wow, that's just what happened. That just happened to me. Anyway, I'm always, I'm always amazed lately what happens when I go to Juno. It started to happen at the end of last session. Maybe it was the beginning of last session, and it's just increased. And um, anyway, so what is God saying in all of this? Um, first of all, He's saying that now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, and we implore you on Christ's behalf: be reconciled to God. Is that up there? It's coming. Second Corinthians five twenty. And then one more in 2 Corinthians 5, 11, It says, therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade men. That's powerful. Knowing the fear of the Lord, okay? And we are made manifest to God. And I hope that we are made manifest also in your consciences. Okay, so I am an ambassador of Christ, okay? When I go to Juneau and I interact with the people there, the legislators, the people from the town of Juneau, the governor, whoever I meet, I'm an ambassador for Christ representing Whitefields Church, okay? And I'm always reminded of that because whenever I give the invocation, they introduce me. This is Reverend Nancy Campbell from Whitefields Church in Wysel, Alaska. And right then and there, the fear of God falls on me. Okay, I'm representing our church. I better get this right, you know? And it's good to have that fear of God because it helps us uh, to, to keep humble. And we've got to have... A heart of humility if we're going to reach any of the lost, okay? And anyway, I'm seeing much fruit for my labors now. And I'm, as I'm engaged in the, the harvest there in Juneau, and I was thinking about this, I thought, we need to ask the Lord where our harvest field is, okay? I mean, our harvest field is the whole earth, but each one of us has a particular harvest field. And I'm coming more and more to recognize that Juneau is my harvest field. It's one of my harvest fields. Because people are getting led to the Lord there. And, and seeds that I have been sowing over the years are coming to fruit now, which is just amazing and incredible. You know, I never know what's going to happen. So this one, um, this one uh, senator that I've kind of been uh, reaching out to for a period of time, and he's been down there for a long time, and uh, he recently came to know the Lord. And I just was aware of that this time when I was there. You know, I was just thanking the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because, you know, sometimes you never expect a certain person for that to happen to, right? And anyway, and and my last day there, he was stopping me on the way out. And he said, you know, see, I'm, I'm going to give up my exercise class, and I'm going to go to the early morning prayer. I said, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is I, the last time I'm there when I'm heading out, right? So that was very encouraging. And then um, I had... Um, the husband of one of the legislators who apparently was watching Gavel to Gavel online, and he heard me uh, give the invocation. I think that was on, I don't remember that was Thursday or Friday. Anyway, it was a day when I was completely, you know, just discombobulated. I was so tired. I didn't know what I was doing. And of course, that's the day when somebody sees me, you know. You never know what God's going to do. So anyway, he, he texted me, and he said, I just want you to know I was watching Gavel to Gavel. He wasn't in Juno, no, he was back here in the valley. He said, and I was listening to your prayer And as you were praying, I just thought, this person really has a relationship with the Lord. He said, it was obvious to me that you're just not somebody up there giving the invocation, but you have a relationship with God. Thank you so much. You're a breath of fresh air. Keep doing it. Whoa, thank you, Jesus. That's what I want to know. know? I don't want to be just another religious person, just somebody giving the invocation. I want to be a mouthpiece for God and a pastor for Christ, okay? So that was awesome. Now, how this all started out was me getting humbled, OK? <laughs> that's usually that's usually the way it works, OK? We think we haven't figured out. We know nothing. We know nothing. Truly, we know nothing. Anyway, the first day I went down there, I got there about midday. And it was when the legislators were all getting sworn in. And when they get sworn in, there's a ton of people in the Capitol because all their families come. You usually can't sit in either gallery because it's full of people. So I just kind of came later. I knew that. Anyway, and I was able to connect with my senator and she told me some things that she had going on, pray with her, and just was meeting different people in the home and kind of getting a sense. I like to get a sense of where things are at. It's good when we walk into places, you know, whether it be work or wherever we're going, that we sense the atmosphere. Okay, Lord, what's going on here? What are you saying? And, and ask the Lord what he's saying. And not be clouded by our own thinking. Because it's really easy, especially in the political realm, to form judgments about people. And let me tell you, if you, if you uh, have a judgment about somebody, that person is not going to come to know the Lord through you. Not if you're judging him. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again because it's reinforced to me this time. God is not a Republican, and he's not a Democrat. Okay. And we have to view it that way, too. If we're going to be effective for Christ, we have to view it that way, even if we're going into a political environment like that. I can't say, OK, this is happening, and I agree with this party, so I'm going to side with them. No, the I do that, I'm wrong, OK? And so the first t- first day I got there, somebody was talking to me about something that was going on. There's a lot going on in Juneau right now. There's coalitions being formed. You know, uh, parties are being or uh, the Republicans are caucusing, the Democrats are caucusing. You know, people are joining things. We have to be careful that we don't judge. Who are we to judge? We don't know what God's doing. Maybe He's bringing people together because He wants to do something miraculous. Okay. So anyway, this is what I encountered the first day. So I was listening. I was already thinking, okay, this is what I know, this is what I think, and I went back to the place I was staying that night, and the Lord convicted me. Actually, I didn't even get out of the Capitol before I got convicted. I thought, okay, you know, my heart just felt really heavy. I thought, Lord, what is going on? And he told me, you can't form opinions like that because that is not who I am, you know? And anyway, so then... um, there's an early morning prayer. It's called a prayer capital prayer caucus, and that's also a national thing. And that's where the legislators get together, and they have like a Bible study. And they don't talk any politics there. They just get together and share a scripture and pray. And I don't usually go to that because it's at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I usually don't rent a car when I'm there because it's easier if I don't. So I'm dependent upon other people for rides. And I thought... You know, I'd have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go. And I don't like getting up at 6 in the morning when i got a full day ahead of me. But I felt like the Lord was really speaking to me. You need to go today. So I pressed through. I went to the guy this morning the caucus. I said, hey, I'd like to come. i don't have a ride. And and his uh, chief of staff, as soon as she said that, heard me say that, she said, I'll pick you up. I'll be there at 6.15. I thought, oh, God. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay, I'm committed. So I went and... This gentleman that I was talking to you about that is just kind of tiptoeing into the kingdom of God, um, he was there, okay? And I, I was surprised to see him there because I, I didn't know anything had happened with him. And this other uh, legislator, friend of mine, had been working on him all this time, which I didn't know. And anyway, um, so the leader of the group was asking people to share if they had anything to share. And I felt led to share about um, an incident that happened in my prayer meeting a number of years ago. and Some of you have heard me tell this story before, but I feel like it fits. So I shared this at the meeting, and apparently it really spoke to him. It just struck his heart because he's a Democrat, okay? And I talked about, and the theme of the meeting that morning was uh, how we judge one another. Don't look at the speck in your brother's eye without taking the speck out of your own eye. That was the way the meeting was going. So I said, I remember this time when I... And one of my meetings, and there was this person here that, you know, somebody that lives in Juneau. And, you know, they said that they knew this person that I was going to see. And I was having them pray for me because I usually do that. And uh, this um, gal got really upset with me and said, you don't know this person. You don't know who, who this person is. I know her. And she did this, 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 and this. You know, listed all these things, you know. And uh, anyway, I thought of the, of the prostitute and what, what Jesus' response was. Remember? Who's going to cast the first stone? Who's going to throw the first stone? You know? I thought of that. And anyway, so I looked at her and I said, you know, we are nonpartisan in this prayer group. We are not Democrats. We are not Republicans. And uh, God will never use us if we do that. So, you know, if that's what you think, there's the door. See ya. She walked out. Thank God, you know? I didn't need that in that group, okay? Anyway, the person that I went to see... Was mightily touched by the Lord. Ended up weeping when I prayed for her. She had been judged by another Republican legislator and was just wrought, just broken up publicly in the news. You know, it was a public thing. And and then there was a uh, a man that gave the invocation that told her she couldn't be a Christian unless she was Jewish. Anyway, so she had all these things. She gave me five minutes because she, she's. She was a Democrat. She had other things going on. Anyway, I prayed for her, and the Spirit of God moving into that place. She started weeping, you know, and we have been friends ever since, you know. I said, that is not the God I serve, and that's not the way God looks at things. And that's not the way we can look at things either, because if that's our attitude, that narrow-minded thinking, we are not going to be winning people to Christ, because the Lord isn't just after Republicans. He's after Democrats, too, okay? Okay? So if that's your thinking, you need to repent, Okay? Because he's doing a mighty work right now in Juneau. And that is what I saw throughout my visits. Okay, I think it's because I repented that first day and got convicted that the Lord moved through me. We have to be humble. If we're not humble, the Lord won't use us. Because then I had meetings with two of the other three people involved in this conversation. So then I had a choice what I was going to do. You know, was I going to listen to this person who I know and I kind of believe the way she does? Or am I going to listen to this other person? So we have to ask the Lord, what is God saying? What is He saying when we're in these places? We need to know what God's saying. And I just felt like the Lord was saying, "I'm after the heart. I'm after people's hearts. I'm not about political beliefs. I'm after people's hearts." Okay. So one of the one of the people that was being accused by other person, I went in to see him. And the Spirit of God just moved into the office. I'm not kidding. I was just taken aback because I wasn't expecting it, okay? I was not expecting it. And I ended up weeping. And I said, I was was praying for him. I ended up weeping. And um, I said, sorry, when the Spirit of God moves upon me, I cry. And he looked at me, and he was crying too. I didn't see it because he had glasses on. I know, I was just shocked. I was just completely undone. I thought, thank you, Lord, you know? And then I was talking to somebody. This week, actually, who was um, challenging me on that? I mean, they didn't know what happened to me, but they were challenging me on what I was saying about the Lord moving and how these people are coming together and it's really mighty. And I said, You weren't there. You didn't see that, you didn't feel the Spirit of God moving in the office. And you don't know, but this person is anointed. You know, and I think they were taken aback. Praise God. You know, we can't judge because. There's people being one to the Lord. The the young guy in the office that I was talking to you about that was just coming to know the Lord, he's the one that saw me in the hall afterwards and said that. See, what I said spoke to him because I said, God's not a Democrat and he's not a Republican. He's a Democrat, and he was going to this meeting, okay? Praise God. He's coming to know the Lord in spite of all that. So anyway... I've, I just felt like when I was praying about what to share with you, I felt like the Lord really wanted me to impart that. Because as Christians, we can so often be narrow-minded. And, you know, the Lord was telling us in that word in the beginning of the year, I was looking back on He said, more than ever this year, we've got to walk in purity and holiness. Purity and holiness. And why? He told us because... It's the time of the harvest, and people need to see our light. They need to see our hearts, not our judgments. We can't be judging things. We don't judge like God does. We need to leave that to him and not put people in a box. They're not going to come to Christ if we put them in a box, okay? and God is about the heart, okay? He's about what's going on in people's hearts, and he's about leading people to the Lord. And praise God, that's happening in Juno. I mean, it's just happening. It's amazing. I can't believe the changes since I was there last year. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. You know, it's just mind-blowing, actually. The other thing, I had an angel show up in somebody's office. So I haven't seen that down there recently, but anyway, that was shocking to me, too. I never know. So I go down there, and I step into an office. I never know. Okay, God, what are you saying in this person's office. I always try to pray and ask them that before I go in because I may have an idea. Usually my idea is totally out there. Anyway, uh this person was really having a difficult time, you know. Um, there was a lot of positions being handed out right now, and stepping into a new position, just you know, kind of tentative. And uh I prayed for this person, and the Spirit of the Lord showed up, and I thought, Whoa! And <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me and said, what are you seeing? And I said, you want to know? Yeah, I want to know. I said, well, there's this huge guy. He goes from behind you, where you're sitting, all the way up to the ceiling. He's giant. I, he goes, she goes, really? I said, yes, it's your angel. I just sent you an angel because you've got this position you're in. You have an angel standing up behind you. And it was just amazing. Again, the Spirit of the Lord just moved in. And again, that was somebody that I had been told to be careful about. You know, I'm not going to be careful about people. Don't tell me to be careful. If God tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. If he tells me to say something, I'm going to say it. I don't care what you say, you know? (laughs) And that's just who I am. I'm an ambassador for Christ, okay? It matters not to me what anybody else says, thinks, or does. And the older I get, the stronger I'm getting in that. So anyway, that person was really encouraged. And then um, when there was a session happening the next day, I was sitting in the gallery and again, I saw it because there was a challenge happening. So afterwards, I caught him on the way. I said, hey, your angel was right behind you backing you on that one. <laughs> Just broke into big grin." said, thank you so much. You know, this is what it's all about. We need to um, emanate Christ. And his glory is coming down. Guess where his glory is coming from? Us. The glory of the Lord is being displayed through us, okay? And, and as long as we're humble and walking that place, we're going to see God move, okay? So anyway, so God showed up on the spot, and there was a tangible presence of the Holy Spirit there, and his glory has moved in. I mean, yeah, you hear, you hear in the news all these things that are happening. Don't believe the news. Half the stuff is not even true, you know? Just don't believe it. And if you listen to talk radio, that's even worse. Don't believe what they're saying either. Because a lot of it's the talk show host right, trying to draw stuff out of people so he can get them to say what he wants them to say so he can get ratings. That's what they do. It's true. So anyway, what is God saying in the midst of this? What is God telling you to do? Okay? And that is the, the main thing I think that I wanted to show, share today is uh, just the people are being changed, Okay? And uh, we have to remain humble, though. See, probably, I think if I wouldn't have repented that first time I was there, none of that would have happened. I truly believe that. But I was just convicted, you know? It wasn't anything necessarily that was said. To me, I just felt through listening, see, I was trying to hear what God was saying, that I had a wrong viewpoint of the situation. And I thought, i got to go home and tell Mark, because I think we were both judging this situation wrongly. So I repented. And I just saw the spirit of God moving. We don't know what God's doing. I mean, if you look at the Old Testament, look at the different kings that got in places of authority, you know. They weren't all Republicans (laughs) or have that mindset, so to speak. They weren't all godly, but yet the Lord used them. So we got to stay out of God's way and be mindful that we are ambassadors of Christ and be that voice for him. So that is what happened in Juneau. <laughs> it was exciting. I saw the governor. I saw a couple of commissioners, a number of legislators. And I met the new, the new uh, legislator from Kenai that just got elected. And he's a believer, a good guy. And anyway, it was, it was an awesome time. And it, there was a lot that happened in a short period of time. Again, I never know what's happening until I get there. And usually my schedule is one thing. It turns into something entirely different. So I just have to flow. They try to keep flowing to keep moving, you know. And anyway, God is on the move in June on it was an exciting trip and I think I did a good job representing you guys, hopefully. Why Phil's Church? We're there in Juneau. yeah. <laughs> Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.